What's up, guys? It's M uh, from Conversations with M Podcast. Uh, I've recently had to change my name um, because um, one of my friends actually informed me that my name, uh, my previous, the previous name that I had acquired, um, Endless Conversation Podcast, was um, already acquired by a different uh, group of people, and I do apologize to them if um, you know it came off as me copying uh, their name. I actually had no idea uh, that uh, my name. Uh, was already used, I probably should have, the name, not my name, I'm sorry, should have uh, already been, should have probably researched it and uh, thought thought twice before I just like went ahead with the name and thought it was um, not out there. So um, that's why the name changed to Conversations with M Podcast. I'm super excited um, and actually feels a lot better uh, that my name is a part of the, of, of the podcast. Um, it feels more personal, more creative. Uh, but, you know, uh, that's I, I I wasn't able to do a podcast before I went to D.C., but uh, I was in D.C. Uh, I saw my family. I was able to hang out with uh, a really close friend. I was able to uh, see my brother um, and just be in the city. Uh, the pandemic is definitely different, and uh, it's affecting people differently um, in different cities. Um, uh, and depending on where, you, where you're located there in, in D.C., it's like really, really strict uh, to wear a mask. Um, everywhere you go, even outside, uh, where I'm located here, close to in Ohio and West Virginia, uh, Kentucky, tri-state area, um, they're not as, if you're out in the street, they probably wouldn't, they don't really expect you to wear a mask. Um, just, I, I think, it, from what it seems in this area, people already uh, practice socially distancing, um, so I feel like it's not as restrictive as bigger cities where there's like people that are kind of like lumped together in uh, small areas or spaces that's um, maybe even a sense of overcrowdedness. Um, so uh, that's been my experience. It's been pretty fun uh, going to D.C. Um, definitely know when I'm not home. Uh, so uh, I like my apartment. Uh, I've actually brought my parents with me. Uh, here down to Ohio. Uh, feels really good to be with your family right now. Um, I'll be traveling soon and I'll be in El Salvador uh, December 13th through the 20th. So I'm happy to see my sister um, and my family and see how I'm doing. Uh, a lot of eventful things happened uh, while I was in DC. For one, I broke my glasses. If anybody can tell, I've actually gotten new ones. Uh, these are like purple. I've actually gotten these from Walmart. So I'm never ever going to overpay for glasses ever again in my whole entire life. Hold on, guys. I'm about to sip on some coffee. Um, so I got some new glasses. I had these, like, white clear ones. Um, I was able to get, like, two black. This is, like, a purple, but it looks black. Um, and then I have another one in my car just in case anything happens. I might forget something. Um, I'm in a rush in the morning. So I'm actually pretty happy with how these turned out. If you guys can see, it actually, um, I feel like it uh, complements my face a little bit more. Um, but, uh, super excited about that. I thought it was going to be terrible. Um, the ride, the ride back home was pretty great. My dad actually drove the whole way here. Um, gas wasn't too bad. Uh, really shocked by my car. I've never been able to do that. I think he's just a calmer driver than I am. Um, and I'm going to probably take that into account next time I ever do some long distance traveling. Um, but a lot of more eventful things actually happened to me. Uh, while I was in D.C., uh, that was kind of uh, shocking, scary, confusing. Um, what really I experienced um, in D.C. was a 
first time to an ego death experience. Um, for those of you who don't know what an ego death experience is, it's when you start to detach um, things that you uh, are identified, you identify, identify yourself with or what other people think of you. Um, this could be things like, oh, you're really smart or you're aggressive or, uh, you know, you're gay or you're not gay. You're more masculine. You're more feminine. Um, and the reason that I actually experienced this, um, I went to a C like a tobacco store that sold CBD. Uh, C CBD is legal all throughout the 50 states, um, all throughout 50 states, the United States of America. Um, and I got me some flour um, and I got me some edibles. Uh, some CBD edibles um, that I shared with my brother. I took about two and a half or three and a half maybe um, edibles and I was vaping and I was smoking. Uh, my brother was actually really like perfectly fine. It had like no almost no effect on him because he's like a heavy uh, cannabis user which contains like THC which is something that I'm very sensitive to. Um, I get really paranoid. I'm really uncomfortable. I get too deep into my thoughts um, and that's similar to what was happening to me later on, uh, but I, I was kind of happy that it happened. So, um, so I took the three, uh, I took the three and a half edibles or whatever. They were like gummy bears type of thing. Uh, nothing really happened at the beginning. Um, you know, we went and got ordered some pizza and then I realized how awkward I was, um, and like smiley, uh, whenever I was ordering Papa John's pizza on Georgia Avenue here in D.C., um, and my brother was like, yeah, you're kind of high, like you get high off of this stuff. And I was like, mm, I was like, would you really call it high or kind of just like happy? And he was like, no, you're high. And, um, he was like, no, you're high. And I was just like, okay, I guess you could say that that's what I am, but, um, it's a legal high, I guess. And then as the night progressed, I remember like, uh, my father, my mom and my brother and us were all sitting in the living room and we were talking and um, I found myself really focused on things that they would say and they, it would kind of take me into thoughts of upon thoughts upon thoughts that had no end. Um, and I would giggle at certain things that my brother would do and I was just like, and analyze the situation and really look at other dynamic of the relationships. Um, uh, in order to step away from <laughs> the feeling of feeling awkward around my family, uh, I actually went to go into their into their room and just like kind of sat there by myself. And I was like, let me try to sleep this off. Um, and actually, when I got by myself, um, I was questioning everything about myself. I was like, why am I the way that I am? Why is it that I speak with this tone of this entitlement? Like, who am I? Who do I think I am? How dare I uh, be this person that thinks that they deserve respect? How dare I be confident? Like in a world, like why? is this a thing? Like, am I who I really am? Who I am? I like, what is my biggest fear? Um, one thing that I really discovered there is I have a fear of not being liked. I want to be liked. I want to be approved by people around me. Um, and that's a really difficult thing to kind of get down. I was, I was, I was replaying situations in my head that I wish I could have done better or, um, just wondering where did this attitude or uh, where why is it that I feel like I always have something to prove um, I feel like I always I have to be this some kind of person instead of just you know I want to be a better person um, and before I feel like 
maybe that intention wasn't there and it was just, uh, you know, trying to fill a void or trying to fill an attention that I didn't have or a love for myself I didn't have. And all that was being questioned at the very forefront at like for like, it felt like hours to me because I was in the toilet. I was like in the bathroom looking into the mirror and I'm like, who am I? Like, why am I like this? I I am nothing. I deserve no respect. I deserve nothing in this world. I, I need to earn everything that I get. Um, I need to humble myself. Um, I need to reevaluate who I am exactly because I don't know who I am. Um, I, I, you know, I thought about my biggest fear, which was um, this, this scared of being not liked or approved and being similar to like a people pleaser, but not really. That's changed over time. But, you know, trying to be something that I'm supposed to be. Um, so I started questioning every aspect of my life that I felt like I got approval from and I just continued to do um, because, you know, it was safe. And and it was it was that was a really difficult thing um, because it completely shatters your identity. It completely shatters what you think of yourself and where you are. Uh, a major thing that I was questioning the whole time was uh, my sexuality. Um, and that was a big in question because although that was not Although me liking women was not approved in my family, I was almost glorified for it in women um, and in people around me because they saw me as this masculine role. And my thoughts kind of rambled on into, did I want to be masculinized? Did I want to be seen as a protector? And I don't know the answer to those questions because um, I felt happy to be that person because of the reception that I received, the, the like and love that I received. Um, so I'm on this journey of trying to figure out, is this really who I am? And if it is who I am or what I think that I am, maybe like just let it go because it, it doesn't bring anything. I have many confusing thoughts about masculinity and femininity and what it's supposed to be. Excuse me, guys. And um, um, like that whole, my whole... A journey down sexuality has been um it's been kind of like shoved down my throat i remember um i got to college i was still kind of really much in denial about you know liking women and um so i you could say that i, I was a closeted person but also confused with um male attention so then um i've had a couple people just say you know look at her she's of course she's gay or something like that and just based on my looks um and you know, that was just kind of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be. So it's like somebody telling you the way to go, but it's like you didn't find that yourself. So um, with that being said, uh, I, I feel like I'm on a different journey of uh, finding myself through who I think I am, regardless of other people's approval. My ego has all been based upon uh, approval of other people and wanting to fit in. But who truly is Emily? Uh, you know, like, why? What is her motives? What does she really want? And, you know, when I thought of myself as a third person, uh, it was really eye-opening. Uh, it made me question um, how my actions affect other people, uh, not how they affect me. And that was always been ego-based. How does my actions affect other people? How do I make other people feel? Uh, which oftentimes we don't think about those things um, when we're growing up and trying to find ourselves. It's all about me, 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 me. But often, like, very little do we ever think about how we let people feel or how they feel around us. And, you know, I've always wanted to be respected. I've always wanted to be liked. Um, 
and oftentimes, uh, you know, I could be seen as somebody that was aggressive or intimidating. Um, and in my heart of hearts, I didn't want to be an intimidated person. I just wanted to be a respected, liked person, and it the translation was off, and my delivery was just terrible. Um, but you know, this is not to explain myself in any way, but this is just it. It was it was shocking that this is something that we genuinely go through. And the reason that we experience these things is to reach a higher conscience. Um, I never thought that I would say those words. I have attached so many things to my identity um, that I'm just like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know uh, what my real reasons are for liking things. I, I question a lot. Is like, do I really like shoes or do I like the compliment? Uh, do I really like women or is it because that's what I've been told in my whole life? Uh do I really, uh, you know, do I really like the color blue or do I really like the color pink or um, what is the real reason that I enjoy these things? I come from coming from a real uh, perspective and trying to, for me, trying to completely eliminate the ego has always been also um, just not letting it interfere with my decisions and allowing other people uh, in a lot like, you know, having more empathy, realizing that we know nothing. I know nothing. Um, I know I know very little in comparison to what the world has to offer um, and what else is out there. Um, uh, I know nothing and I, I don't want to ever put myself in a position to put myself first ever again. Um, this is a process. I feel uh, that as a person that cares so much about, I've cared so much so long about image, um, about how I'm perceived and um what I'm doing with my life and everything that I've attached to that this is going to be a hard journey and I I, I expect to experience uh, many discomforting experiences with psychoactive uh, supplements or things that I might take not uh, not that I'm doing any um, illegal things or anything but anything that could possibly um, trigger those those things in my brain um, and a lot of us, you know, don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to talk about that. So uh, that's what's that's the main thing that I wanted to share with everyone today about my experience, my first experience with an ego death or maybe not an ego death, but the beginning stages of questioning the ego, questioning who I really am. Um, I believe that this is going to be uh, a different it's going to bring bring forth a different person Um but in the end, I think, I, I, I believe, I see that I will be better. Um, it's not going to be about me. It's so we're nothing. Um, you know, we're, we are just souls. We're here to, you know, we have so little time on this earth for us to just focus on us. There's a bigger picture out there. Um, so uh, I would love to know if anybody else has experienced this or has ever experienced this, maybe, um, maybe smoking marijuana or cannabis or you know, other, other stuff that could possibly ex make you experience this and tell me if you go through the same process of saying, why am, why am I the way that I am? Do you replay situations that you've encountered with other people? Um, and you just completely analyze your whole interaction, what you've said, why you said it, what was your message? Are you trying to take control of the conversation? And what, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Um, are you playing a game in this world? Are you, trying to get to the top what is it that you value um so yeah i would love it if if uh if you, know, you guys would share anybody who's listening would share comment or send me a message i'm pretty open to this 
um, or even books that you recommend, because I want to be, I want to be so aware and conscious and think about uh, how I'm affecting other people. Oftentimes, you know, we get into these, uh, I feel so sorry for myself. Like, why did this happen to me? And it's just like, dude, like life happens. It's not about you. It's everybody's on their own journey and you just happen to be affected by what's going on. And that doesn't make your mistakes or what you've done wrong uh, okay. Um, by any means, I've done some pretty fucked up things that I'm just like, wow, like this person was really on my path and I should have, should have like completely taken care of this before I ever affected them to this degree. But, um, you know, this is just, it, 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 this is for me, this is for my thing. When I, something bad would happen, like maybe in relationships, I would just take it on and on and just make, internalize it and make it about me. And yes, a part of it is you. It's like you have, your actions could drive somebody to act a certain way towards you in friendships, relationships, parents. Um, and then sometimes it's just the person, um, or it's just the person, this is who they are and they're on their journey. Or it's two people, you know, in a relationship, any kind of relationship, three, like poly polygamous relationship, any, any kind of relationship that you have, um, spiritual relationships as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really open. This is all I really have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a, a wonderful weekend Sunday. Um, I'll be back to work on Monday and I'll keep coming updates on this podcast. Uh, so thanks again for joining Conversations with M Podcast, guys. Take care.